Yo, 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 what's up? It's your boy, Henry. And it's your girl, Elise. And we are two ASEAN baristas who are reorienting specialty coffee and rethinking Robusta by representing ASEAN cultures. And here's part two of the Philippines. Huh? Um, part two rhymes with shoe, which rhymes with poo and that's through and we're here for you shoe and chew and you <laughs> oh my god <laughs> my best friend joshua salson is jewish and i love him to death okay there's nothing to do anyway okay <laughs> part two of the philippines so funny enough we are recording this literally right after part one but you don't know that because it's probably a couple more days since we've released part one. Yeah, you've probably like. worked two barista shifts at your job. <laughs> you've probably had five cups of coffee already. Yeah, five cups. Wow. That's a lot. That is a lot. <laughs> um, we're back to talk more about the Philippines. They are a wonderful subset of islands. Um, we're also here to talk more about our coffee. Yeah. Um, so Brief review. Also, just in case you missed it. Yeah, actually, that's great. Thank you. Yes. No, no problem. Basically, Philippine coffee, it has a really cool origin with different ways that coffee got there. They grow coffee. It does really well. But then because of rust disease and imports and taxes and stuff, coffee got shut down. But then they came back. Mm. And there's tons of organizations that are seeking to help Philippines. Yes. So, you know what? There's frickers out there that wanted to skip part one and come straight to here. So you just like got... Henry, who likes to read the ends of books before you <laughs> read the beginning. I knew Dumbledore died before anybody. <laughs> just saying. Actually, before what's her name? J.K. Rowling. Well, the, I mean, like when the book six came out, when Half Blood Prince came out, <laughs> I immediately read the last few chapters, and I remember, I remember my, fr- I remember, I still remember in like middle school, my friend reading Half Blood Prince, my friend Michael, and I remember seeing him reading, I'm like, oh, I know, I know. <laughs> But yeah, but regardless, that's what Filipino coffee is. But we still we still want to talk about, like Elise said, the, 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 our, our bag collab with Out of Office because it's literally like, even though they roasted it and they sourced it, and it's like our art design, it's still like good coffee. And it's still something that we want to highlight. Yes, absolutely. So like we said in our first episode about the Philippines, um, this is our first ever bag collaboration um, with Out of Office Roasters, who are based in Long Beach, California. Um they are these the super dope roastering roastery um who are really like mission driven as far as like first of all making coffee accessible to like the average everyday but also like bringing the world together of like skipping the nine to five and breaking into like passion um and breaking out of the like typical cubicle office stereotype and so our bag of course features beans from the philippines um, and we're here to talk a little bit more about it just because it is so good, folks. And if you listened to the last episode, having Filipino coffee is such a rare and wonderful opportunity. It's so hard to get coffee out of the Philippines. So please support Out of Office and support us um, and the Filipino farmers who grew this. So um, this coffee is going to be a little bit more expensive than your average bag just because um, there aren't a lot of established like shipping lines from the Philippines just yet to yeah. make the cost a little bit um, less expensive. But uh, it has awesome notes of like maple and like a little bit of a hint of lime and it has like this nice little nutty aftertaste. Jonathan, um, who's with the, one of the co-founders of Out of Office, recommends this as an espresso. We are drinking it as a pour-over. Um, I brewed this up on the origami dripper. 
Um, but even like with that, it, it still has this nice like after acidity to it, which yeah. is really good. And then yeah. I even like I almost have this. It's like almost like I, I thought I got this nostalgia feeling of like the movies, and I was like, this is like it's almost like mm. buttered like popcorn at the beginning, mm. and that's why I really love. It tastes like caramel corn. Yes, that's good. That's really good. Yes. Yeah, it does taste like caramel corn. I mean, I was brewing it actually in the bloom. Mm. Oh my god, you guys! It just smelled like straight up maple syrup. It mm. was wild. It was the most like sweet molassesy kind of um, scent and like fragrance I had I had like smelled in a long time. Yeah. There's nice as, tea mouthfeel to it too. Yeah, I was gonna say so. the body is not too like heavy and it's not too like filmy and leaving um, anything in your mouth. Yeah, it's like a nice tea like body, so it's pretty light. Um, yeah, and like Henry said, it has this nice little like hint of lime bite aftertaste too. Yeah, I wanna I wanna try this as espresso. Yeah, I think it'd be really bomb as espresso. I'll probably do a single or do an espresso tomorrow. Take some grammage and go pull a shot. Oh, I wanna go Um but yeah so like we said it's it's definitely gonna be a little more expensive than the average bag of coffee, but remember where the money's going to. Not only does it go to the farmers back in the Philippines, but it also um is is going to their living wage. Um it also goes to addressing the efforts to meet a lot of really really high demand for um this coffee and so the average cost of green coffee for us is typically about three to four pounds but the philippine coffee costs double that amount so remember too that it's made its way basically over ten thousand miles over sea and land from the philippines to san francisco to baltimore so a lot of it's richmond yeah to richmond um so it's really crazy to think about right so um but but like Oh, go ahead. Sorry, but like, even with that, like, I think a lot of times we go into a coffee shop and we, we pay like what seven. So an oat milk latte at my new shop is like seven twenty one, mm-hmm. and our old shop it was like it was like five sixty three something. Yeah. something like that. Yeah. And which people walk in like, oh, that's kind of high. But the reality is like, we should pay more for our coffee anyway. Yeah. You know, we, like I try not to complain about prices. Like I think one right. time I paid like eighteen bucks for a pour over, and I was like, that's totally fine. Like I really, right. I really don't mind. Like. I want to go into it knowing that I'm supporting yeah. a good cause. And even with that, like, pay more for your coffee. And honestly, the reality is that the reason why you're paying more is probably because you're actually paying for the additives that you're putting in rather than the actual coffee itself, if we're being completely honest, you know? So, yeah, and tip your barista. And tip your barista. Today, mm-hmm. I saw this person who had a Mercedes drive up to my shop, and he didn't tip me. And I'm like, dude, if you can afford a Mercedes, you can afford to tip me a dollar. Dude, not not to talk smack about Custies either. But I had a guy, a couple, like my first week working at the new shop, and he was, again, I work at a coffee shop that also serves alcohol, but he was, I think he was a little buzzed, but he like stands up, and there's like three girls behind him, he goes, I got money, I'm paying for you girls, um, but then also girls were like, no, you're kind of creepy. Yeah, good. Um, and so then, and then he like pays for his drink, and he pulls out wads of 100. Ew. And he pays for his drink, which is, you know. With a hundred dollar bill. With a hundred dollar bill, with however much it costs. He got a couple drinks. Oh, okay. But... But then he didn't even leave us a tip. And the homeboy had like $800 in his pocket. Like, dude, you just flaunted about having money in front of a bunch of women, which you think that makes you more attractive. But but I was like, dude, you didn't even like tip us. What the <laughs> frick? That's a side note. But yeah, anyway. Tip your baristas. Tip your baristas. Um, but anyway, so yeah, this cu- this bag is so good, you guys. Seriously, like even like, even when I was like sniffling earlier, I was like, wow, I taste maple syrup in my mouth. Is yeah. that weird? I don't know. Elise was freaking out about the maple syrup. Dude, t- TBH. it's so cool. It is good. It's Canadian. <laughs> eh? Yeah, eh? <laughs> Stupid. Anyway, um, so yeah, out of office. That's our bag collab. Um, 
definitely go check them out. We have linked them in the show notes. We have linked our bag in the show notes. You can purchase it on their website or our website as well. Up to you. Um, yeah. Either way, yeah, like we said, it's it makes the quality of taste and the the like story behind it is what makes up for just a slightly higher price. But um, but even like drinking this, I and we talked about this in episode one. I had never had Filipino coffee before. Yeah. This is both of our first time in it and. Or about in, in our interview so with out of office or a meeting, I guess. I, I asked, I was like, so, like, how come people don't drink Filipino coffee? Like, what's what's the story behind that? How come the world is ignorant of it sometimes? So, we're actually going to go to that interview. And he's yeah, going to answer that question for us. Yeah. So, transition. Here we go. Yeah. No, I love that. <clears throat> how come, this is something, I'm not, I'm not trying to put you on the spot. How come you think people don't tend to buy from the Philippines for coffee? Because like I said, I didn't, until a couple months ago, I didn't realize they, they had grown yeah, coffee. Yeah, I, I didn't either. And I'm Filipino. <laughs> <laughs> no, if you don't know, it's okay. I didn't mean to put you on the spot. It's just like, my, my brain. I only have theories, right? Yeah. And no, it's so like my, my theory, conspiracy theory or whatever. But like, uh, they got really hit hard by like the coffee rust. Mm-hmm. Uh, so two things, right? So like, they hit. They got hit by the coffee rust disease, um, and then they switched over from coffee to sugarcane, which is like a whole nother. There's a lot of history stuff there, yeah. Um, and so a lot of the coffee plantations for like, I don't know. There's not a better word for like rich people, right? Like they were running their like the farms and that would have access internationally. Like those pretty much got like shut down. Um, and then like two like like it's just not culturally like there yet you know and just like my theory is like it's similar my theory would be like similar to what happened in korea which is like coffee got associated with like western Mm. consumption and things like that right and so like really it's the american brands bringing it in or like international ones like nesc tea and nescafe right like a whole like instant coffee stuff right or like starbucks right which is huge out there um like representing like that like pro-western you know like similar on like the like if you ever seen or know of like the like the products of like skin whitening and like things like that like yeah and then that gets associated with like that versus Mm -hmm. like this is philippine coffee this is my own like this is what it represents right like this is right like yeah and so like hey it's growing right so like you know like we're getting access to it now and like so it's 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 on the up i think of exposure and things like that but like yeah i think that's that's my like theory on it and we're back how was that it was good did you have a good time I did. It was like 10 seconds on our end of silence, but we're back. <laughs> but we listened to it again to make sure. Because again, this meeting was like months ago. But, it was like in June. <laughs> but like seeing like the Western culture's influence on coffee and seeing rust disease. I mean, those are things that have that have played a part on why people are ignorant of Filipino coffee or don't know mm-hmm. much about it. Or even like what we've kind of our mission from the beginning. Like I think many times people just kind of forget that Asian countries grow coffee. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and so we actually have a couple of uh, shops that we want to highlight. So, of course, Calzada Coffee, who um, graciously exported these beans um, to Out of Office to roast. Shout us. out. Shout out to uh, uh, Calzada. And then, of course, Out of Office, they're also doing really dope stuff. 
Um, but we also have Cape, which is in Vancouver, British Columbia. Um, and then 1802CA. Did you put 1802 is in California. Sorry, it's 1802 Coffee Roasters in, in California. Okay, yeah, because I was Los like, Angeles. I, didn't, I didn't put that in there. Yeah, so yeah, no, I, I did that one. Now, that one's like a, another U.S. one, which is also in California. Mm-hmm. And they, they actually also have a Filipino coffee on the bar that you can you can buy. I was looking mm-hmm. at their website. Yeah. One thing to note, too, is that um, Cape and 1802 are the only two, like, brick-and-mortar shops that you can um, probably walk into. The rest are uh, online or, again, like, farms. So it's not necessarily... Um, the other one I also want to mention, I forgot to write this down, but Mostra. Mostra also oh, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, is, like, Filipino affiliated Mostra, and... Muska. Mickey Mouse. Stop. <laughs> Can I say that? Wait, the copyright. Wait, no, no, Mickey. It's Disney's, whatever. <laughs> uh, we say Starbucks enough on here. I think we're fine now by this point. <laughs> DM. Just kidding. So, yeah, so Mostra is also um, another great uh, shop, like a brick and mortar shop that you can walk into who uh, who sells Filipino coffee. So, um, and then Henry has a really great call to action. So, like we said in our episode previous to this, previous to this, um, we we realized that well first of all a lot of people aren't buying filipino coffee but then as well um we also talked about how like difficult it is to meet the demand of of um getting coffee in the philippines as well as out of the philippines right so what about um like call side of coffee like how how did it come to be like their partnership so henry has something to say I yeah, actually, Jonathan has someone to say. We're gonna, oh, you're right, we're yeah. gonna do a transition straight to Jonathan uh, about Calzada, who out of office works with. And so. how they met. What we're doing right now with Calzado is we're just like buying their green beans and like trying to help her with her. Like she's kind of starting up and trying to distribute a lot more in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And so like trying to connect her with that and like the input, like getting her connected with like our importer and exporters for like the like the all the rules and import export right and so like so like the coffee we're buying green is actually like two times more expensive because she doesn't have those channels already set up like to give you context like like a normal like colombian or like ethiopian coffee is going to be like in between like four to five dollars green per pound so like stuff in the philippines right now is ranging from like seven to nine dollars per pound just because like it just like it just sucks if you don't have those channels already set up and you're just like hopping on with like someone else and trying to get on the ship and like there's just it's hard (laughs) and so um but i've never even been to the philippines so Mm. it's it's something that i want to eventually go to so like with calzada is where are they typically growing their coffee so they're in like the there's like a whole region in like northern philippines and like the luzon which is like the main island Uh right and it's like the bengay uh it's i think it's called like cordia asia i can't pronounce it (laughs) (laughs) it starts with the c yeah okay i'll I'll send you like the whole notes later but like um but it's like a whole region and then it's like kind of like elevation is really hard to find, right? In the Philippines, mm. an island, right? So like their coffee, it's like it's in that upper northern region, and it's like it ranges from like like a thousand meters to about like sixteen hundred, mm-hmm. and it's like that like mountainous region that like coffee in. Like there's like three different coffees from or main coffee region areas in that area. 
but they're i mean they do grow like the lower mm-hmm. like the stuff you would find in like kona or like in hawaii or like things like that and like the lower stuff. in like mindanao and like in those lower areas okay so, like, yeah. the stuff we look at i don't know for better or worse is from the northern region yeah okay that makes sense actually because that, that's how i feel about like hawaiian coffees too is like they're in that that middle-ish area of could be high enough could not be high enough yeah yeah okay yeah yeah yeah. so how did you find calzada we reached i think we like randomly stumbled upon them in like a clubhouse room actually and like like corazon is the person we work with um she's like the main exporter she's based out in the west coast somewhere up north from me Mm -hmm. um but like she was just on like a clubhouse and we're like, oh, like you're a Philippine coffee exporter. Like we need to get our hands on some Philippine coffee. And like we have obviously like, you know, like identity and just like feel for like making Philippines like more like visible and stuff like that. And so like, yeah, we just like reached out, like DM'd her and then just like so random similar to like this just like oh like you hear it on the internet and you're like hey i just want to reach out and just be like let's make something happen (laughs) so yeah yeah, that's how we met and then yeah that was like a few months ago and then wow yeah so exciting oh my gosh yeah and we're back again (laughs) another 10 seconds of silence (laughs) but like two that was a longer one i think so the two to four minutes of content for you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, you're right. So that's Colsada, and that's kind of how Out of Office met them, you know, coincidentally. But a call to action, and this is actually super cool. So this article I found was posted like three, day, like two or three days ago. Like today, what's it? Today's the fifth. Um, no, it's the seventh. Seven, oh my gosh, frick me. Um, <laughs> this was posted on October 3rd, so four days ago for us. And this is what the article says. Yesterday, so they, they wrote, the article came out on the 3rd, this is referring to October 2nd, we had a public stakeholder consultation for the Philippine coffee industry map, and we had a lot of comments, this is a quote, from people from different parts of the coffee value chain. This is, this is from a uh, Filipino coffee roaster. The action a coffee drinker can do, this is what p- coffee drinkers can do to help Filipinos coffee, is to plant coffee. We've always been a net importer of this crop since I started the industry over 25 years ago. So the best part is to plant, right? If a person drinks three cups of coffee a day, Filipino coffee, we can plant 10 trees of our favorite variety. Mm. So a good move-in is what the Philippine Coffee Board Incorporated, PCBI, will launch this month. October being coffee month as declared by then-President Fidel V. Ramos. So it, it's coffee month right now in the Philippines. Yeah, and it's also um, October 1st was International Coffee Day as well. A lot of it was the 28th of September. That's the National Coffee Day. Okay, I was it was really awkward because I saw lots of whatever. But <laughs> just this morning, so this is October October third, we heard a thousand trees were planted in e, how do you say that? Iloi. Iloi. Three hundred and Davo, and so many more this next month. There are different varieties, and soon you can adopt a tree, and the PCBI will send you GPS coordinates, what? and you will actually see your adopted coffee tree or shrub. <laughs> Bro, and you have to, so cool. we have to understand, like, I think I think it's actually a good thing that this took us two months to do because this article yeah. just got posted this week. And so the more information is to come. But, like, I, I'm already, like, I want to adopt my own coffee tree. Oh, my God. I want to adopt a coffee and tree. And you get to watch it grow. Imagine, so like, cool. donating 
And it's not just donating. You never see where your money goes. Like you'll see, like that yeah. the, the Henry tree, the Asian. We should get an Asian coffee go tree. Oh, I love that. You can see your baby blossom, right? And so, <laughs> it's it's a super cool. More information again. That's all the information I have. Like this is their plan. And so you drink drink more coffee. I know when people it's after six p.m. decaf. No, after six p.m. you down that freaking vanilla latte. Because the more coffee you drink, the more plants and trees that are going to be that are gonna be made. But you can go a step. This is probably one of our first call to actions where it's not just buy, buy coffee. coffee. It's yeah. like, hey, buy coffee. but Plant like, a tree. Plant a tree. Donate towards this information. So This is so cool. Keep an eye on our Instagram. Like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to keep tabs on this because this is within the next month. So I'm going to keep tabs on it like every week or so. Yeah. Just so I am kind of aware of what's happening. But like honestly, like to have a tree is so cool. That is so cool. It's like when people buy stars for each other. Or, or highways. Adopt the highway. There actually is a star down for my grandma, Doris. Oh, um, so cute. But like the adopt the highway, I think I'd have called out a highway. What would you, in the comments below, would you rather have a star or a highway? I don't know why this is really getting me right now. thing, if it's a star, it's hard to, you can only see it every so often. But if it's a highway, you can see it every day, and the whole world's gonna see it. You can drive it. Every day. Just imagine you're just driving through, you know. Easy and coffee go yeah. highway. Easy and highway. On US 29, <laughs> you can just see Easy and coffee go highway. Anyway, we're most definitely gonna adopt a tree. That's gonna be so cool. Okay, I'm, I'm like literally crying. Oh, but that's yeah. Like Henry said. That's like one of the first real like call to actions that we we've, we've really been able to have, and it's kind of like divine intervention. The fact that it took us like two months to to do this episode, because otherwise we would have never known about this, and our call to action probably would have been like, I don't know, buy coffee. <laughs> Top <the> highway. <laughs> but honestly, like you know, it's it's to reflect back on the Filipino coffee history. Again, it comes down to not all Asian people look, are, are the same. You know, I think a lot of a lot of like racist people do the classic like you know when they this is just an example of like making fun of our language, like saying like like oh, chink or ching chong chong. Yeah, like like panties. Like a lot of people would say sometimes, or they like, clink pants together or whatever. I've never heard um, that, but if that. I ever hear that, my favorite YouTuber my Ryan Higa of all time has talked about that. Niga Higa on YouTube. If I you love watch Niga Higa. Oh, I've I'm like a super fan. I've seen every every single YouTube video of him. Wow. I'm a nerd. No, and <laughs> he's like, Filipino. Yeah, Hawaiian and Filipino. Yeah. Oh, he grew up in Hawaii. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I thought I was a, I thought I was a super fan, but he's Pretty so fan. great. Oh my gosh, but he's a gamer now. But <laughs> no, but but on that, I think. A lot of people like think that all Asian people speak the same language or look the same, but actually, it's like there's a variety of different cultures, and that's the same way with Asian coffee. It might they might all be Asian coffees, but they all taste different. And they all have unique ways in which yeah. those countries found coffee as a gift and as something really good and something that they can enjoy and celebrate. Yeah, exactly. Um, and yeah, like that's that's like kind of the heart and mission and vision of like what we want to do at AZN too is like highlight and uplift all these different and unique AZN cultures but also like find the commonality that unites all of us as well like there is a lot of division within the AZN community and so um coffee is just one way that we can um kind of like 
just join together and like unite together as like one collective body but also still celebrate the things that make us different so um that's kind of all we have though so yeah but that was a really great adopt a highway adopt a tree (laughs) (laughs) adopt an acorn cute oh do you know acorns turn into oak trees Wait, so technically, you know how they said, this is, this is kind of a tangent at this point. You know how they said, like, you can watch your tree grow? Technically, a coffee plant is a shrub. So it is a shrub. Watch your shrub grow. Watch your shrub grow. That's not really that appealing. And technically, yeah, technically it's not even a mean it's a seed, like you said. Yeah, like yeah. a cherry. Honestly, watch your like, cherry grow. Those are, th- <laughs> those are things that I don't really, like. Care. I care about, but I don't, like, No, I know. I'm just, I'm just being facetious, you know? but yeah. Anyway, all that's to say. Drink coffee and drink it black. Yeah. Just kidding. That's coffee. Drink it black. coffee the way you like it is what I say. Drink but coffee the way you like it. But be open to yes. drinking it black. Yes. What I say. It's probably cheaper if you drink it black, honestly. I don't know. It depends on where you buy. Yeah, it. Like I said, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I went to Passenger Coffee in Lancaster, which is incredible. And I mean, I paid like 25 bucks for four ones. Hey, but you it was know. A it was great. And it was worth it, probably, because all that hard work that went into it. Anyway, folks. That's all we have for you on the Philippines. We hope you enjoyed this two-parter. And like we said, go check out Out of Office. Go buy our bags. Um, and What's next? What's next? What's our next episode? Oh my goodness. It's India. India. Um, there's so much really cool history. And um, we actually will... We already, did, we already have, did the research for this one too. Yeah. We'll also have another guest, um, which will be revealed sometime soon. But not yet. Because that's a spoiler. Don't be like Henry and read the end of the book. Cheater. Spoiler Iron Man dies. Oh my god! That came out two years that's ago! That's recent enough though! <laughs> two years ago! Oh my god. I can spoil the end of Venom too if you want. End of what? Venom. The, the, the no, one. I haven't seen it. Oh, dude, if you guys know, you know. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. Okay, guys. Thanks so much to um, uh, Out of Office Roasters. Thanks so much to um, Uzuhan for letting us use his music. Also, please go check him out. He is amazing. Um, And thanks to Calzada, too. And a big shout out to um, Out the Dough, who sponsors our episodes. Um, We will uh, link everything in the show notes. And we'll catch you all next time. Catch you on the flippity flip. Bye. Easy and out.